0: This is the Potswoggle Network, a podcast network with entertainment.
1: Welcome back, TV junkies and couch potatoes. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Picked Up. My name is Robert. I'm sitting here, as always, with my
0: roommate, good friend, and co-host, Rich. God bless morning radio guys. As much as they may be insufferable and suck, it is... The fact that they get up at four in the morning to do something at six in the morning to do something at six in the morning cons- like like concentrated until what? Like 10 or something. Yeah. Usually think, it's like till 10.
1: Yeah. They get to wrap up and actually Ugh. walk out of the studio at like 11 or something. Ugh. Pretty incredible.
0: We're just here. At like we're we're starting at 10 in the morning. It's pretty and difficult. God bless you. Robert is a little under the weather. Hmm. <laughs> oh, poor baby Robert
1: yeah it sucks I don't know what it is it's just been it has been severe but it, it has
0: been persistent yeah um, you know what it is hmm. it's all that random Netflix uh pilot watching that we do here on picked up I'm gonna try to like shoulder as much of the load as possible <laughs> oh that's that's sweet of you but
1: yes that's right uh we spend our days Randomly selecting television shows using our favorite website, NetflixRoulette.net.
0: From sun up to
1: sundown. Just all the time. This is all we do in a windowless room. And (laughs) we're part of some really weird experiment that's actually
0: happening at Northwestern. So, yeah,
1: we're like a really, you know, how like other countries make poor imitations of original american properties yeah actually we watch a lot of those shows here (laughs) but like that would be one of the plot lines for like a like a north korean lost show would be me and you podcasting in a room (laughs) just for days on end but so anyways yes that's what we do we select shows and we're gonna watch the pilot episode and then uh you know just sort of
0: Rap about it a little bit, Hell not like yeah. the cool rapping. No, no, no. Like uh, the, the, I don't even know when. Oh no, no, let's let's rap about it. Yeah, like, well, is that like an old English term or something? Or where did that? Maybe. Where did that usage of it come from? Because you like you would rap
1: on a door. Yes. with your scepter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i am coming rapping at your door. Yeah, a tap, a tap, a tap, rap, rap. That was a rap all on its own. So really it all makes sense. Mm-hmm. I see it. I see I see the through line there. Yeah. There's a uh, picture coming together. We can rap Quixotic is a uh yeah. phrase I've heard before. Uh, does
1: that come from Quixote? Yes. That does. Yes. Mm. Only only significant book written by um any of Latin America. <laughs> That's gonna come off as a horribly prejudiced thought but really that's the only book i've ever heard that's like oh this
0: is a significant work of literature it's like yeah what else you got crickets i'm i'm so desperately trying to find something to be like but but, but, but what about this they can paint they can dance make great music don't write books it's just it, it might be just considering all those other activities it might just be too sedentary I think so, yeah. It's like, I got to sit down for how long? How long is this going to take? Mm-hmm.
1: Just to turn the tables, it could also be in, like an Italian thing, like too. Like I yeah. mean, I am i don't know. It's kind of a half-baked idea, but I think it is. I think the passionate people need to get up and do more active
0: the, arts. The romance languages. Yes, the you romance know? languages. It's like, we, we don't have time to sit down and write words. I got to use these words out of my mouth to to seduce lovers. Mhm. Exactly. You know, That's right. With my hip gyrations and my my sweet whispers. Yep. It's true. We get it.
1: So, uh, That's why Rich- I'm so into
0: podcasting. I love <laughs> I love sending my sweet whispers out to so many <laughs> to people you, at one at uh, one time to all the potential
1: lovers out there. To all of the potential lovers out there.
0: <laughs> this is Arich Kemaluchi. In their ears, I really hope you do enjoy this. This is the, this is the modern day of like, <clears throat> like oh, uh, 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 art, uh, dancing, or music uh, is overwriting, which would be blogs. Yeah, you know, this is why I do not have a blog. It's because I want to be in your ears. I want to, I want you to hear, feel me. I want to dance you. in your brain. I want to get inside you via via the sides of your head. <laughs> it's a weird morning here it picked up Yep. Boop, boop, boop. i don't so, know i'm imagining like morning zoo buttons yeah when we're not doing whatever this is we're watching tv <laughs> you been watching anything man what you watching if we ever have a shirt i imagine that's what it'll be it'll be what you watching what you watching um i recently
1: watched Um, Some interesting things on the Crackle network, which is like a streaming network that... Who technically owns that? I think it's Sony. Sony, yeah.
0: Yeah, Sony uh, owns Crackle, Mm -hmm. which... uh, First I ever really heard of Crackle was when they had comedians in cars getting coffee, Mm -hmm. which I believe we've talked about before. Yeah. And... They launched their own like free streaming service, which is a little buggy. I like the idea of it. They have some original programming. They have a lot of shows. They have a lot of movies. But, <clears throat> excuse me, they, uh, it's, it's sort of structured like re- regular TV in that they have commercials. Yeah. But they don't have a lot of commercials. <laughs> it's kind of weird. It is pretty weird.
1: But the library is impressive. And like you said, it's yeah. some original content. And then some old crap. And I watched a little bit of the Jeffersons, and I watched a little bit of Married with Children. And it's interesting. It's um, it's like anytime you make something, it's a snapshot of the time too. Yeah. And this was like season two Jeffersons. So we're talking like seventy six. Damn. Like way old. Uh, but it was fun. It was interesting. Yeah. You know, uh, it was really interesting. It was being filmed in front of an audience. Hmm. But they were like really reacting. You know, to all like the Yeah. Because there's a lot of like verbal barbs on that and a lot of like oh shit type moments. Yeah. So that was that was cool. It was cool to hear a studio audience authentically enhance
0: a show. Yeah. Instead of just ruin one. That's there was a reason for it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Like it was to give like a live theater feel, sort of. Mm-hmm. And it just sort of got whittled down to like, tell these idiots when to laugh. Yeah. And that's, you know, and then it's, uh, the laugh box. Uh, I, think, I think it was Kevin Smith that was talking about like watching an old uh, uh, s- show that had a laugh track on it. <clears throat> and just thinking like that canned laugh track. When I mean, you think about it, all those people. Because it's probably been the same one for so many years. All those people are dead. Yeah, you're listening. You're listening to dead laughter. Dead people laughing. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um. So what were? Did you have any like big or big or interesting or cool takeaways from either of those shows? Well, I mean
1: the the studio audience thing was cool. Um. They seem to have mm-hmm. a little more bite too even Mm -hmm. though they're older there did seem to be they seemed like they were writing towards more of the audience's intelligence i didn't get the sense that a ton of stuff was being dubbed dumbed down yeah or that or if it wasn't being dumbed down that they just that they had the audience so much in mind it's just like hey these are this is the story we're telling yeah again this isn't like which Any is, worthy right. Well, maybe it is, actually. But, like, you
0: know, I mean, The Jeffersons is an iconic show. It's yeah. a spinoff from All in the Family. Yeah. And so, yeah, a show like that, like, could spit some real yeah. stuff in it as well. Um, would you say the same about Married with Children, though?
1: I think Married with Children is just part of that Fox era where they, you know, like The Simpsons and Married with Children, and this kind of started pushing the, the boundaries of stuff a little bit. It's much cruder, Married yes. with Children, but at the same time, I think it takes a key step forward in acknowledging that being married with a family could suck really hard, and
0: you could be really unhappy with yeah. it. Yeah. So I do like that, you know? In a lot of ways, it was like the anti-sitcom. Right. Mm-hmm. I remember, all I really remember about Married with Children is... um. My, my pop-up used to watch it a lot, and my grandma my grandma would always, <laughs> like, scoff at it. She's like, you're watching that corny show again? That was the first time I ever heard the term corny. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, she just, like, hated it because it was corny. Uh And then you, there were over 200 episodes of Married with Children.
1: Yeah, the season that is on Crackle mm-hmm. is, like, season six. It's way old.
0: <laughs> um. But like yeah, fucking almost everybody, except for Bud, is that his name? Bud, the kid, the the son. Uh, I David used to know Faustino. David Faustino. Uh, pretty much like everybody from that show is like doing stuff and doing well. Yeah, they Christina are. Christina Applegate. Uh, uh, oh, what's her name? Uh, Katie Siegel. Mm-hmm. You know, she voiced Leela for like so many years, and I think she was on like Sons of Anarchy or something. Yeah, she's a big part. I and I think it's Seagal. Not to be Seagal. So- Seagal. I never knew. I, I I would always just hedge my bets, and I would always be like, "Katie Seagal, Seagal." Yeah. No.
1: Because <laughs> hey, tweet at us. Let's figure this. Yeah, out. Yeah. Let us know. Miss Seagal. Seagal. How do you say your Seagal. name? Seagal. You know the <sighs> other the other cool thing is I feel like I've seen interviews of David Faustino Yeah. On like just best week ever or other shit mm-hmm. or like there is a really good. Married with Children, like, not a documentary, but kind of like a recap of the whole series. Like a retrospective? Yeah, retrospective. Thank you. And he seems, like, really well-adjusted. He doesn't seem like he's a crackhead or anything. He's like,
0: Uh, nope, it was a good time and everything, but here I am. I'm just trying to live now. Yeah. He, uh, uh, a friend of ours from back in Gainesville, uh, Ryan, uh, he, like... Partied with David Faustino one night. Just yeah. like randomly at a hotel or something. <laughs> cool. He has got a great story about it. Uh, God damn it, I forget it. I think we might have that story somewhere. Like on audio. Cool. I gotta try to find that. And then Ed O'Neill. Yeah, killing it. Ed O'Neill is one of the best parts of that show.
1: When you see like how goofy he is playing it. but He
0: mugs mm-hmm. so much in that show. He does. Um... Hell yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so it was interesting. How about yourself, Rich? Are you not, watching anything? Not a lot. Uh I've been mostly occupied with Pod Slam stuff, which we'll talk about towards the end of the uh the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. But just trying just like I'm watching my regular shows, um watching uh yeah, just all just copy and paste all the stuff <laughs> that I liked before uh to to this week. Sure. Um, yeah, the the biggest the biggest most important thing I've watched was we went yesterday to go see the Avengers: mm-hmm. Age of Ultron. Yes, we did. Um, that was fun. A and
1: buffet cool. of yeah. action and characters, yeah. and locations.
0: Yeah, it's cool. It's a good way to you know, if you if you have a Monday off and you can kill two and a half hours, that's. There are much worse ways to do it. We could have been doing heroin instead. We and could've. I'm glad we weren't. I'm glad we did this instead. That's right. The Avengers That's the are anti drug. So yeah. Um We're gonna keep a tight tight show today. Sure. Just cause schedules and health and and sleepiness. I'm gonna so fucking take a nap after this. Oh it's a, a good a napping day nap. here
1: in Chicago too. It's, it's grey, it's
0: drizzly. It's definitely like, yeah. Take that nap, young man. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, you'll get your spring. Your 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 temperature will break, but like, but like, fuck you too. Yeah, like you can't. No, you that's don't what get it, it all. feels
1: like. <laughs> uh, spiteful, very spiteful. Mother so, yeah. of Earth is
0: spiteful. Yeah. Rich is pulling up the Netflix Roulette
1: dot net right
0: now. Got it up, got it ready to go. We're gonna hit on Netflix Roulette. We're gonna see what it gives us. I can't rap. I'm just rapping like uh, uh rapping versus rapping. That's the name of Kendrick Lamar's next album. <laughs> rapping versus rapping. Every other track. It'll be one rap song and then one just a like three minute conversation with somebody. <laughs> That's a that's a great uh concept for an album. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah.
1: For all you listeners who don't know, I see the real the reveal basically the same way you do. I get the teaser picture and then I actually get to see what we're
0: watching. Well, I'll tell you what we're watching. Oh boy. From two thousand and nine. With a Netflix rating of 3.7, which I'm, frankly, a little surprised about. Power Rangers RPM. Oh, man. In season 17, which I guess they just, like, would give a new theme, I guess, at certain points. To just, like, I don't know. I don't know how Power Rangers worked after I stopped watching. Uh, I know they went to, like, Jungle Fury. I know they had, like, lightning or space and stuff. So this is RPM. In season 17, the Power Rangers welcome a new member, Dylan, who's not at all certain he wants to be on the team. But everything changes when Dylan has a dream that sets the Rangers into action. I've been fucking hoping for a Power Rangers show, any of the Power Rangers, for the longest time. Yeah. Oh, for the longest time. He's At got first, that like falsetto in there. I thought you were doing a Power
1: Rangers thing, like <laughs> a Power Rangers yowl or something.
0: Go, <laughs> Power Rangers! Whoa, 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 go, go, Power Rangers! Cool. All right. Well, let's enough dicking around and us eventually getting sued by Billy Joel. Uh, well, let's let's fucking watch this, huh? All right. We will catch you after the break. A computer
1: virus has built armies of robotic soldiers and taken control of our world. But there is still one place we can be safe. The domed city of Corinth. And the only hope we have left is...
0: And we're back we're bigoted back and uh we watched power rangers r p m that's right the 17th season iteration iteration i think is probably the best way because this seemed like a standalone like telling yeah of the power rangers it opened up with like I don't know if this w- happened at the end of seventeen, but it looked like they were introducing new, ca- newish characters. Yeah, I, I like think they introduced completely. they introduced them enough to like, if you're coming in cold, you should know them, and how they also do kind of seem new, but it wouldn't have been surprising if you already knew. I don't know. It was weird.
1: Yeah, I mean, just in real world wise, I mean, it's got to be different people, different countries producing these mm-hmm. things so yeah it is uh this is quickly becoming like a mythos you know it's like people <laughs> just you probably get the sign off from bandai or or whoever actually owns the rights to do mm-hmm. this and you just do it yeah maybe it's like franchises it
0: probably
1: is it's like if you have the clout and the money and you come to them with a proposal to make a power rangers it's like all right go do it up you know and
0: by proposal, you just mean like, like one word, a different uh, third adjective. Yeah, Power Rangers and window washing. Yeah, it's like Power Ranger washers. Power Rangers insect hive. We pull this. Up. Yeah, <laughs> that's much better. Because uh, we pull it up. And just putting in Power Rangers in a Netflix is delightful. Yeah. Because, yeah, like every type of Power Rangers is there. Everything from Power Rangers, the original, the the Mighty Mighty Morphin Morphin Power Rangers, Rangers. Let's Go Girls, Mm -hmm. to Samurai, to Jungle Fury, to Spirit space. Force. Spirit really?
1: Force. That caught my eye. I was yeah. like, was well, Spirit Force? What's that about? Yeah.
0: That actually I didn't really that didn't uh chime with me as much, but now that you mention it, it's like, is it like paranormal? Is it like super religious? Yeah. <laughs> like there's a lot of different ways that one can go. Yeah. Yeah. So we watched RPM. Mm-hmm. There's also SPD, which I imagine is like speed. I think that one might be like related to this one, if okay. I had to guess. Because this is basically a, a, a car-themed gearhead. It's like Power Rangers for the Fast and Furious kids. Yeah. <laughs> More or less. Um, So the world that they set up is basically like the Terminator world. Yes.
1: a A villainous AI has become sentient and taken over the majority of the planet. Called Venging.
0: Vengex. Vengex. And Corneth is the only safe city. It's a dome city. Uh, and it looks like it's pretty much where like geographically Chicago would be. It totally did. It looked like it was on the lake shore. Yeah. And so it starts out by like, yeah, kind of giving this like computer. It looks basically like a video from a CD ROM it does (laughs) but it's giving you the rundown with a lot of b-roll of like what happened and how everything went to shit
1: and then they did a pretty good job they they did it quick they gave
0: you all the bits yeah they did it as effectively as they could have without saying you've seen terminator right Mm -hmm. it's that (laughs) like minus that that sentence yeah they did it really well and then it opens up on like this fucking huge like battle set piece that was very like it didn't look great it looked like a like a shitty sci-fi movie like sci-fi channel movie but it's still probably like so much more than anyone probably ever wanted to spend on on a power ranger show yeah i think it was it would have been very poor
1: for uh not very poor. It would have been like ugh for like a movie for a
0: children's television show. Yeah. it Was like holy shit. It was like <laughs> this is really going off here. They're using like every every module and you know thing you could pull from After Effects, mm-hmm. the program After Effects, in there. Yep. They're they're wasting no resources. Um, it's like yeah, this big military battle. They're fighting these you know robots. It's also very you know uh, uh reminiscent because we just watched age of ultron yesterday so sort of same same deal mm-hmm. and yeah and then we get introduced quickly to like the three kids that are going to be like the power rangers mm-hmm. um uh yeah one of which is
1: the son of this colonel yes. who is like the head honcho of this
0: resistance mm-hmm. um Another is the Scottish dude that was driving a bus, yeah, uh, trying to like get human refugees to Cornith.
1: Good, good uh,
0: diversity here. Yeah. Scottish dude, um,
1: black general, and then like the la- main like lead ranger, his son, um, very cool. Then blonde chick for the third ranger, and yeah, and then we do a jump forward into time.
0: Power Rangers have, have <laughs> always and by as always i mean uh from the one version of it that i have ever only seen to this and that's it always been a very diverse property yeah yeah they have so yeah th- we jump forward one year um and it's got like this crazy like again for for a kids after school show it's got like this desolate mad max feel they're out in the desert and some dudes in Vin Diesel's car. Mm-hmm. And uh like There's definitely the most desert appropriate
1: vehicle you could have. Yeah. Just a muscle car. <laughs> I say this
0: sarcastically, but but cool looking. I mean, you know, it probably got retrofitted with like, you know, like four by four tires and yeah. stuff. Sand tires. Yeah. Sand tires. And uh yeah, it's got this real Mad Maxi ish yeah type. You know, as much as Mad Power Rangers is going to get close to Mad Max anyway. Yeah. And he stops in the middle of nowhere for a flower because he sees a flower growing because I guess, like, there's so much radiation in the atmosphere.
1: Yeah, one of the things is that that the city, Corinth, they keep mentioning how it's the only, like, environmentally viable option. Like, I guess the rest of the world is just
0: like a wasteland now. And so he stops to, to water this flower... And then the fight scene happens that you don't see. Uh like these little robots. They're essentially the old putty patrol, but they're just robots now. That's right. The um, putty patrol. And uh and or the putties, I guess. I don't exactly remember. But yeah. They come to attack, and then there's basically a fight screen a fight scene off screen. Uh he moves on. Uh he stops again just to kind of, like, check his compass. And I just, I don't know, I really dug this, like, heavy... Di- like, for for a kid... I am want to keep going back to this. For an after-school kids show, they create, like, this heavy dichotomy of, like, this dude, you know, he gets out, and he, like, you know, starts eating a lollipop, and he opens, like, this little music box, little stop or pocket watch thing. And then it just, like, cuts to a wide shot of just, again, this desolate vast wasteland yeah it was pretty cool it It is a pretty cool shot and it's like it it made you feel again this might just be because it's the, the the first episode of this season and they'll get to like the you know a more regular power ranger formula as the season goes on but it didn't feel like you were watching a power ranger show no it didn't uh and then let's see and then he starts getting mugged by some little twerp uh who he takes care of quickly just by like yeah you're holding me up with a muffler asshole hey um a hey, uh named ziggy not unlikable twerp
1: hey no. i think that guy did a good job shout out to that dude he did for straddling the line of that character yeah. as
0: like the twerp but the likable one yes yeah <laughs> Because I wasn't mad at him, like, talking or on my screen. Right. I wasn't like, oh, I hope this guy bites yeah. it. It's just like, oh, it's <laughs> <was all> ziggy, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that because, yeah, I felt the same way. I'm like, this dude, like, he's limited. He's not the best actor, but, like, he's doing this. If he's not doing it well, he's sure as shit trying really hard to do it well. Yeah. And, did you and, get like, the trying sense- hard in a good way. Not like, oh, he's trying too hard. Right. Did you get the sense that he was
1: from somewhere else too? Like. I got the sense that. Do you mean like. Like like nationality wise. That he's like some. He sounded a little something to me.
0: It wouldn't surprise me if he's like Canadian.
1: I was just about to say Canadian. Or French Canadian or something like that. Still
0: like North American for sure. Yeah. Uh, But yeah. That wouldn't surprise me. But I had to ask like what exactly you meant by that because later on that kind of leads to uh something so but this character driving the car he like can't introduce himself because he's like i don't know who i am i don't know what i am i don't know what's going on very byronic but you can call me dylan it's like well all right is that your name or are you giving yourself that name because if one if it's your name fucking fine whatever no one gives a shit that your name is dylan right all right dylan's can drive cool cars. No one's gonna, like, take that away from you. All right, Dylan? Uh, but if you're giving yourself the name Dylan, there's a whole world of names out there. Mm-hmm. Like, you can choose...
1: Whatever you want. Like,
0: like fucking
1: Thraz. I'll never forget my good friend in drama, who, who was always very understated, very dry voice. Somehow the topic of confirmation names came up in like in okay like, yeah and he's like he's like that's like I, if i was going to choose a confirmation name it'd be like han solo <laughs>
0: <laughs> if han solo were a saint then you could totally do that yeah that'd be great <laughs> which can we put han solo up for sainthood please yeah was it called Is it called canonizing someone yeah yeah
1: yeah but so yeah this uh to get back onto it, yeah, Dylan, <laughs> whether he's chosen it or he's just suddenly remembered it, um, Dylan and Ziggy uh, approach Corinth, uh, but it is blockaded by the venjinx
0: army. Yes, and so they send the robots out, and they're on these little dirt bikes, they're chasing them, a look, look, decent chase scene there, mm-hmm. again, like... Power Rangers, back in my day, kids, wasn't known for its chase scenes. No. And so that was pretty cool. And then, like, these giant sort of, like, century turrets, like, rise up out of the ground. And, like, clearly, like, very affordable computer animation. Uh, like Like, we could afford that computer animation. I was thinking
1: about that. I just this made me think about a lot of things. I really like this. Yeah, just to say. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. holding back my praise um just for the summary, but um a lot of a lot of good things to talk about, but it made me think about um yeah, the production houses who do this
0: level of animation. And it is they they are they are different companies. It's not like there's one company and they have like, you know, the lord of the rings level stuff but like you can get our base package or like this is our free trial package It's right. like no like this is a legitimate like production house yeah that this is what they specialize in exactly and you know they probably they don't do as good of work this is it.
1: industrial
0: light and magic right but they're doing more of it mm-hmm. and they're probably making you know Maybe not as good of a living, but they're making a living off it.
1: Anytime you see some bullshit on, like, CSI or something, someone is doing that, yeah. you know?
0: Someone's putting that effect in. And so, yeah, it was... And it, it gave it a little bit of charm. And it started to make it feel a little bit more like a 2009 Power Ranger film. Or yeah. film. Uh, show. And so they, they break through The blockade. The blockade. The blockade. Uh, I like that better. The blockade. The blockade. And and then we get a cut to really the heart. Like once we cut to the big baddies in their like bad guy station, it then there's just these guys in these big bulky robot costumes. With like robot frowns on them, mm-hmm. it's like immediately you go from this thing that was like, oh man, this is like like gritty Power Rangers to this thing that's like, okay, we're back. We're this back. is the Power Rangers. I feel at home.
1: I yes, it was lovely. There are a couple consistent elements. It looks like the main Vengex himself is like a monolithic cylinder cylinder of just like you know with like one red eye kind of like how and then there's two two of this the suit frowning guys and i got the sense that like one was the competent one and the other one was like the asshole one who constantly screwing up another classic power rangers trope yeah the goof yeah he's like a murderous (laughs) robot but he's like the dumb murderous (laughs) robot he even says something. He's even, like, joking about something when they get up there.
0: <laughs> they programmed him to be dumb. I know. Uh And so, yeah. And, like, again, they, like, make a new monster, but it's not a monster. It's a robot. Like, Generation 5, whatever. Yeah. They and- do
1: something, probably do, in all episodes. The way the creation method is, like, always the same. They, like, they, like, pull him out yes. like machine harm it arm him out of yeah. you know the station
0: the claw yeah the claw and yeah so they get him out they send him down and then uh Dylan and Ziggy get into Corinth and Corinth and uh all this time the like command station with the general and 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 all the other soldiers are like we see uh, there's, uh, uh, there's something on the biometric sphere or something like that. They're gonna try to break through the placade. and like, well, uh, how many people are in there? It's like one or two. It's like, well, which is it? It's like, I don't know. There must be something wrong, but it's saying there's one and a half. Right. So I don't know. Someone might be an android. Yeah. Someone might be from another planet. Who knows? Someone might be from the jungle. Power Rangers have been everywhere. So I got. I don't. I don't have any background. I'm. Just going to assume anything, mm-hmm. and And so, they're like, oh, well, there's going to be some infiltration once they get through the blockade and into the city because we're going to have to lower our shield for them to come in. It's like, all right, don't worry, we're going to send our team in, right? Which are the three power rangers, yes, uh, 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 blonde chick, uh, Scottish Dude, and, and General Sun, and General Sun, who in a very eagle, too. Eagle 2, right, because... Eagle 1 went down. Eagle 1 went down. That that was become, in the, the, the opening scene. Yeah.
1: Another very economical way to put in some history and some character building. It was cool. It
0: was good. And so they come in their street clothes, except for their dope-ass jackets with their dope-ass logos that are just 1, 2, and 3. They're, like, numbered. I, kind of, I, I wasn't a big fan of numbering them. Yeah, but. was I. I was all for giving them like custom logos each. That was pretty cool. And yeah. And they morph. They take out their Motorola Razors. <laughs> and they morph. It's literally a phone. Oh, coffee's done. <laughs> and so, yeah. Uh, and they morph into like car themed Power Rangers.
1: Yes, yes, they do. Um, their they, helmets like have headlights. Yes, their legs have wheels that
0: they derive this speed and power from. Their feet make tire screeching sounds, mm-hmm. and yeah, and then they fight off all the robots. Yeah, and then and then, uh, Dylan doesn't know what a Power Ranger is because like Ziggy's like, "Go Rangers!" He's like, "Rangers!" He's like, "Power Rangers!" He's like, "Bro, what the fuck is a Power Ranger?" He's like. Dog, you don't know what a Power Ranger is, bro. Except that's totally not what Ziggy sounds like. Um, but yeah, and then they go to fight the, the big be- the big bad of that episode, and then fucking credits. Exactly. They cliff banger. What's a Power Ranger? Boom. What's a Power Ranger? <clears throat> Dog. Dog. Oh, yeah. Um, fucking Power Rangers still got it, bro. They do. Okay. Uh, yeah, I really liked
1: this. Um liked it a lot more than I had anticipated. I thought, real quickly, I thought this was a good show. This was a good pilot. Yes. This was a very good pilot. Very good pilot. Maybe I don't bring up, like make the distinction enough. Because yeah. you can have, okay, here's a key distinction that I guess I'm just really verbalizing for the first time. Take like Fringe. I think Fringe did not have a great pilot. It could be a great series. Yeah. This was a very good pilot with the potential to be, a, you know, a fun series. Considering there were, what,
0: 32 episodes?
1: I know. of <laughs> season, well, okay, so yeah, season, well, well that's, that's mean, what we're getting 17th into. 17th iteration?
0: Yeah. Exactly. Or what have you?
1: Yeah, and they did 32 episodes.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's a weekly after school series. So like, theoretically, it's yeah, it's there for the school's year for the school year. Right. Right. Exactly.
1: The other thing I thought was like, we've talked about this a couple other times. I forget what about, but doing like, kind of like how your production tree can be like your directing tree, like who you learn to direct or work under. Yeah. Like, this would have been a great project to work on because it would have been super informative to figure out, like, okay, we're gonna shoot an action mm-hmm. sequence um, for about one one hundredth, one one millionth of the budget Michael Bay has. Yeah, on one one millionth of the time. Yeah, very cool.
0: There, want- there's a lot to be said about like learning how to do shit on the cheap. Yeah, and then like when you do finally have access to resources you're grateful for them and you don't waste them. Yes. You, yeah. Like there, there's a lot to be said for that. That
1: was really the only real part of my education was filmmaking projects mm-hmm. in school. And you're right. It's a lot less about like learning to like getting it perfect. It's really about getting it done within the confines of what you have to work with. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This was, <laughs> this was fun to watch yeah it was it was great like you said all the all the tonal changes were really good and i took them serious for the show i yeah. didn't say all oh, this is ridiculous It's like oh well
0: yeah it's pretty bleak out there yeah it looks like it sucks it's, out there uh, did you see that unofficial unassociated uh uh power rangers short film i watched this is how pathetic
1: I can't even watch like a 10 minute film but I I didn't watch all of it Uh I didn't get very into it I watched the first part of it and then I just wasn't into it did you watch
0: all of it yeah I watched all of it um I dug it it was fun I liked that it was very adult Mm -hmm. um I liked that it told a really radical story uh and you know, it got the story across pretty well in a very short amount of time. It was it was very it was very effective uh, uh, sh- example of like storytelling in a short film.
1: Because mm-hmm.
0: again, I went to to school for the same thing, and we had to make you know short films a lot. And it was always that was always so hard for me is to just be succinct. And I wasn't telling anywhere near as complicated a story. I was just telling a story about like some fucking. People that are sad right that they're that they're alone, <laughs> and uh you know and like for that, I just could not be long winded and yeah so i i re- i liked it, I really liked it, but you know um and it also looked amazing yeah uh it did for, look very good. for neat. like an independent short film that they just did to put on youtube mm-hmm. uh but yeah i mean that's really like more or less all it was. <laughs> there were some people that, that thought that this was going to be like the Power Ranger movie which they are doing like a new like Mighty Morphin Power Ranger like wide release movie yeah um but this uh, this was cool this was like gro like Power Rangers sort of for sort of everybody cuz the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers they were on high school And like, even if you're a kid, you you know, it's like something, you know, you're going to have to do Mm -hmm. It's something you can look forward to. So, you know, it's an experience you're going to have. But like, you know, if you're not, it's just like, all right, this is a kid show. Yeah. Like, this is like, there's no more high school. I mean, there might be, but like, it doesn't matter nearly as much as it fucking did. No. Because like, there's probably just one high school left in the world. Yeah. Corinth High School (laughs) is the only fucking high school. No rivalries whatsoever. No. No.
1: Yeah, and, um, I completely agree if I had, you know, it's kind of like that scale of like, if you have to watch this with your kids, how much are you going to enjoy it or not enjoy it?
0: I see your kids, I see kids tuning out way before, before I do. Uh,
1: yeah, really, it does. It's it kind of, if anything, it's it's a tad slow at parts for young, yeah. minded people.
0: It took a long time for those bright and colorful flashy outfits to show up and so i could see that being like a a, come on where is it and again not
1: really grasping the the gravity of the situation also uh ziggy Mm -hmm. the name is milo cawthorn new zealand there you go good ear good eye very cool very cool uh yeah, looks like there's one two Okay, so the five primary characters we saw on this they'll all be rangers. I think we sort of expected Dylan would be a ranger, yeah. but Milo will be a ranger too.
0: Cool. And there's two more rangers to come. After
1: So After there's the going to be five s- of them.
0: There's, so there's going to be seven rangers. Yeah. Wow. It's a big team. Yeah, that is a big team. You know, I'm looking for like I think I would pick this up just to, like, I want to see what their Megazord is. Right. You know, I want to see, I want to see the rest of it, you know, all the other elements. I don't know if I can go the full 32, but, like, I would pick it up to to a point where I feel like I'm good.
1: Yeah, I would definitely mm-hmm. watch one or two. I'd definitely pick it up, and I would definitely sit down to watch one or two more. I wish I could. I wish I not have to go to work.
0: <laughs> I shouldn't have to go to my job. Um I started to say this when we were sitting down. Yes. Uh, Power Rangers is like that type of property to me, the same as like Pokemon, where I was like smack dab in the middle of the demographic for it. When it first came on the scene mm-hmm. and I was like part of that first wave, that first generation of it being a fad. That's what everyone thought it was. It was a fad. They were the hot new toys. They were the hot new video games. You got to get them. Uh, they're so hard to get on, on around Christmas. Everything's selling out. You know, my mom would buy me the, 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 the toys. I had like the 12 inch action mm-hmm. figures. Yeah. Uh, and like I had to, if I did play with them, I had to put them all back in the box perfectly because like you know they were gonna be worth money one day, but she sold them in a yard sale before like we allowed them to to be worth money one day. Right. And now they're worth like a lot of money today, and but that's just everyone has those stories where she's like, if I only kept this, yeah. And uh the thing
1: with Power Rangers in particular, I mean. It- I'm sure way more people held on to their Beanie Babies than their Power Ranger toys. Because, like,
0: Beanie Babies were worth something, like, at the time, too. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, like, the Power Rangers, they were just action figures. Yeah. But, you know, and, and no one expected. I didn't, like, after I grew out of both of those things, Pokemon and Power Rangers, I always just assumed, because all my friends dropped them at the same time, so I always just assumed, like, they were done. Mm-hmm. And so there was a, a long time period and time span where it's like, yeah, those just aren't things anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. And I remember like in college, someone talking about like, Oh, the new Pokemon. I'm like, fuck you talking about new Pokemon. And I like looked it up and just like, what the fuck you talking about? Imagine Pokemon. What the fuck. You know, what, what do you know about Pokemon? <laughs> what do you know about Pokemon? Well. Uh, and yeah. And then there's like, Oh yeah, there's like 300 new Pokemon. And then like, I remember seeing the first time I realized that there were like new Power Rangers was I remember seeing a clip of like this crossover Ninja Turtle Power Ranger fight scene because they were trying to do some like live action Ninja Turtle show. Oh, where they like introduced oh. a, a girl Ninja Turtle too named Venus after Venus De Milo, which doesn't necessarily work because that's a piece of, that's that is a, a piece of work and not an artist. So uh, like no no not cool guys not cool yeah it doesn't work um but yeah that was like oh there's new fucking power rangers what yeah and i'm like yeah i would see the toys and just like so they're still doing this huh
1: yeah
0: it's crazy um both of which like i think we were done me and my friends were done with both properties like after like the first or second movies yeah. He's like, oh, cool, the movies. And it like gave sort of a sense of finality and, and, and like, closure. Yeah, closure. Yeah. It's yep. like, all right, cool, we can grow up now. Yep. What about you? Like, Did you ever watch Power Rangers as a kid?
1: I did, yeah. Um, I was a little, just barely a little bit younger for it. I think it hit my brother pretty hard. But, you know, I was a little brother, so I wanted to like what he liked. I remember it, and I remember... I think there's something that ki- all kids relate to... Um, in the hero structure of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm a big on the comic books and of course, Batman was always number one in my heart and I didn't completely get into the whole martial art type aspect of it, but the hero, exactly. But the hero thing is, is always there. So I think, and that's why it's such a, has such longevity in being produced. It's like kids are just like, yeah, I want to be kick ass too. And, and be noble. So yeah, I remember that. Um, I don't know when I stopped. I remember when the movie came out, and that was kind of like the last time I really paid attention to any sort of Power Rangers stuff.
0: Have you ever played, and I don't think I have it, but I want to get it now, the Power Rangers Super Nintendo game? Okay,
1: I think I played a Game Gear version of this game. Okay. And
0: it was very good. That game is fucking dope. Yeah. That game holds the fuck up. Nice. It's so good. There's a there's a lot of Super Nintendo games that really uh still bring it. Like I have uh this the Retro Duo that plays Nintendo and Super Nintendo games. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the Nintendo games are rough. They're fun to play for like 8 minutes. Specifically 8 minutes. They're
1: yes. They're either dull incredibly hard so hard incredibly difficult even more than arcade games yeah like i can get through some arcade games way easier than some nintendo games totally
0: yeah but so many of those snes games are just so killer like most of the disney games Mm -hmm. like the aladdin game is awesome the lion king game is awesome the toy story game is really sweet yeah looks great too oh man but yeah that power ranger game specifically was pretty fire yeah fucking fire emoji bro that's awesome yeah like i said i remember this game gear one being really good
1: too must have been a good one across platforms yeah do you remember uh, that
0: game gear also
1: burning your hands off uh yeah i remember taking about 16 double a batteries too it was <laughs> insane
0: do you remember the commercial for game gear i don't yeah, know why I mean, this sticks out in my head so much uh, but it's like these two guys like sitting on a park bench One playing a Game Boy, the other playing a Game Gear And the guy playing the Game Boy Sees the Game Gear and he's like jealous So he's like, how do I get mine to You know, he's like, hmm How do I get mine to get, you have color So he like finds, I don't know what it is I don't remember what it was, but I'm guessing It's just like a club And he just hits himself on the head And then he's seeing colors on his Game Boy Ridiculous <laughs> Uh, I had a friend who had a Game Gear. And I was super jealous. I had the Game Boy. But the Game Boy was sweet, though. And then I traded my Game Boy in and six games for a Game Boy Color.
1: Yeah. I, that was my first one. I had a Game Boy Pocket, and then I got a Game Boy Color. Yeah. I think I want to get a, a ret, like an original.
0: What color was your Game Boy
1: Color? Thank you for asking. Oh, wait, no. Well, my Game... All right. my um, My Game Boy Pocket was ice blue. And I still have. Ooh, I love it. It was a nice. super slick fucking uh, paint job. My Game Boy Color actually came with Pokemon Yellow.
0: Oh, nice! You got like nice. the, the 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 package.
1: Yeah, one. Yeah, so it had nice. like a couple Pokemon on it. Like, but Yellow was great because I didn't play I didn't play Pokemon when Red or Blue were out. Yeah, I started with Yellow, and Yellow was a little more. Did Yellow have everything? I think it. Yeah, did. Yellow had everything. Yeah, whereas Blue and Red had, like, exclusives, Mm -hmm. Yellow had everyone. Yeah. And you got to start with Pikachu as opposed to starting with Squirtle or Charmander or uh, Or, Bulbasaur. uh, Bulbasaur. Yeah. Yeah. Um, This is getting real all over the pop culture spectrum. Very nostalgic. I still
0: definitely have have my, uh, my Game Boy Color up here. I have it right over on the other side of that wall. Lime green, lime green, because that's what happens when a a kid makes decisions. Yep. <laughs> I wish I, I wish, yeah, uh, I wish I had picked the ice blue. That's dope. I don't even know if they made it in ice blue for Game Boy Color, but still. God, I love that. Yeah, I still have that too. It was and it was a pocket. It was. It was
1: smaller and thinner. It was like like an iPhone. Yeah. Pretty great. So,
0: what did you think, man? It was. It was pretty rocking, dude. Like pretty great. I was expecting it to be a shit show, but still love it, despite. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was budgeted as it's always been. And yeah, I'm like I dig the world. I dig the story. I want to yeah. see like what happens. And I, and again, sort of the the old shoe factor. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna officially dub it the old shoe factor the for anything shoe. nostalgic. Yeah. We're just like it gives you, it still hits the same fucking nostalgia notes. It's like a oh, nostalgia wine. Yeah, where it's like oh, it has notes of the uh, the the and the aromas of a weekly bad guy. Yeah, and sending somebody down to to defeat the Rangers. And, yeah, and yeah, it's it's great. You know, I I talked about it on a blank slate when I was talking about karaoke with Rudy, and I I have a theory that there's just like. There's this very special type of nostalgia Mm -hmm. that when you hit it, it's like a a homing missile because it'll hit. It hits that perfect point of like. Like, oh, I haven't thought about this in like 10 years, but I haven't completely forgotten about it either. It just hasn't been accessed. And when it does access it, it's like it releases like an endorphin. Mm-hmm. you know of just like oh yeah <laughs> oh my god and then memories flow and 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 senses come back and like emotions come back you know to take
1: it way too serious but exactly what you're talking about there's this documentary about people with advanced alzheimer's and dementia and they are just like catatonic but people start playing music for them and they come to life. Yeah. Yeah. There is, you know, that's why it's like no matter what it is, like the the things in our life, the art in our life, and you, you know, you'd have to call this art. They do.
0: It's and a creative endeavor.
1: Yeah, the creative endeavors, they always spark that in in people, you know. And it like you said, it's it's not forgotten about, but it's not actively thought about, and it is. It's an unlocking of all those things.
0: For sure, man. Yeah. So you dug
1: it oh, as well. Hell yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um way better than I thought it would be. We talked it you know, don't wanna go down a whole nother rabbit hole, but not quite sure how well Mighty Morphin would would hold up at this yeah. point. <laughs> Whereas this
0: I thought it was pretty good. It changed with the times, man. Yeah, like I really, as well
1: as it could. Yeah, I really would not have a problem watching more of it. And I'm sure this is on the higher
0: end of the the Power Ranger productions i wish um i wish specifically for this episode as well but just in general i wish we had uh uh, more of like a female perspective on this show because i have a feeling like it's because it is it's geared towards boys yeah you know uh all the toys and everything and and again it's a show that has a legacy of being diverse and you know like the original iteration you know had two girls in it Mm -hmm. i'm sure there's some that have you know three or four Something like that, and you know, uh, perhaps with the the full seven, the additional two will also be women. But like, yeah, I, I'd always be interested because, yeah, this was always uh, such a boys' thing, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I'd be interested to 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 hear, uh, to hear from any of our ladies uh, yep. listeners. Tweet us at picked up pod. Yes, please tell us tell us what you think
1: and how much you want to be a ranger. I think we all do deep down. What color ranger would you be? Hmm, I was thinking about that. Now, okay. Well, oh, shit, there's another thing. I think that the, there is, like, a hierarchy of the colors. Okay. Red always seems to be the leader. Yes.
0: And then, like... And then green or white is sort of like that, like, second in command or consigliere yeah. or, like, you know... <laughs>
1: For anyone who doesn't know, Rich said consigliere, which is like an Con- Italian word for 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 counselor. <laughs> it's very, very much associated in mob families. You know, the Robert
0: Duvall of Power Rangers. Yeah.
1: <laughs> You're not a wartime consigliere. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Um, so I don't know. Um I've never really considered myself, like, an alpha leader type, Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what color I'd be. I like the colors red and blue. (laughs) I like the colors. I don't know. Uh, How about you? Do you know?
0: I would probably be a Blue Ranger. Yeah. Like, I don't necessarily... As a kid, I never really uh, identified with Billy, but again, blue's always just been my favorite color, and it is more of, like, you know... I don't want to say, like, good soldier or anything like that, but, like, the underappreciated member of the team. The underappreciation yeah. value, yeah, absolutely. The unsung hero. Yeah.
1: For sure. Uh, um, Yeah. Yeah, so we both pick it up. For and, sure. Well, everybody, I hope you've enjoyed this very, very... Nostalgic. In- yeah, nostalgic episode of Picked Up. I really enjoyed it, so if you didn't enjoy it, your calibrations off. <laughs> you need to get with it. This was a good one, but uh we just want to thank you all so much for listening, and just we want to wrap a little bit now, not in the not in the cool way, the other way. Oh no, not gonna. Happen. No, no,
0: no. Well, I'm just all right. It's it's like a a, a, music, a, bed. Yeah, a, a, a music, music bed. Yeah, just a music bed for, okay, you to, gotcha. for you to for you to. Pl- throw for the me plugs to like out, spoken word yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, gotcha. Some beat
1: poetry, but yeah, guys, do us a big favor: rate and review us. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. You can find us there. Leave us a rating and review. Five stars, obviously deserved, but it really does help us. So please do that if you can. You can get in touch with us a number of ways. You can email us if you would like to, with all your attachments and files, and CC your friends. Uh, use at uh, pickeduppodcast at gmail You can find us on Facebook by searching Picked Podcast, and you can tweet us at Picked Up Pod. We really like that the best, probably. Tweeting's great. So yeah, Rich, tell us what else is going on, man. May twenty third, two
0: thousand and fifteen, in Chicago, Illinois. It's Memorial Day weekend. It's also Pod Slam. 2015 the first ever the inaugural pod slam what is pod slam it's a podcast marathon a podcastathon if you will to benefit Con- to benefit connor's cure connor's cure is a fund uh, started uh, in conjunction with the WWE by uh, uh, the children's hospital of Pits- of the hospital of pittsburgh mm-hmm. um, and Uh, All the benefits for that go towards like helping the families and just uh, like like uh, art supplies and they help pay for parking. But it also goes towards like research as well. And it all goes to the hospital and the fund and it's pure and it's amazing. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be podcasting for it. Uh, you can go to Give2Childrens.org slash PodSlam15 for our donation page. You can make donations right now. It is open to do that, uh, even though the event isn't until the 23rd. And on the 23rd, we'll be uh, live at the Bug House Theater in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, so if you're in Chicago or you're coming to Chicago that weekend, please come see us. Come see that. Uh, by this point, hopefully we have announced the schedule as well as the ticket prices and packages uh which will all be available at the door day of the show because uh as I mentioned off air uh to to borrow a phrase from uh, just to, from vernacular but also most notably the jalen Ro- or the Jalen and Jacoby podcast. This year, it's our first year, it's going to be a little bit of a pop-the-trunk production. Mm-hmm. Or as they would say in England, a flip-the-boot production. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah. We got some great shows. General Admission, a WBEZ podcast. It's hosted by the producers of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me and This American Life. They're going to be there. They're going to have some awesome guests. They're going to, they're, they're so excited. They're going to show out for this. That's cool. um, of course, Live Pod Swoggle. Uh, we're going to have most of the squad there and it's going to be it's going to be a party. Uh, you know, oh, uh, yeah. we might do some special episodes. Um, we're still working out the details, but the lo- there might be, you know, uh, something related to this, to uh, this podcast. Show. Yeah, uh, Like I said, still working out the details. Alka Hollywood uh, from the Chicago podcast and co-op. Uh, Is going to be there. A couple of second Wind collective shows are going to be there. The Chicago improv podcast and bad at movies. Uh, It's going to be, we we actually have some wrestling, other wrestling podcasts on there as well. Ringside review pro wrestling experience. It's going to be a dope show. Uh, And tickets are going to be super affordable. And it's also going to be live streamed online. Uh, So you'll be able to follow along online and you'll be able to donate online as well. Uh, We have a pretty lofty goal that I set but i think i really honestly think that we should not just meet it but i really think we're going to be able to exceed that goal that's great um and we have yeah all sorts of other surprises and stuff lined up and planned it's going to be amazing uh so definitely check that out i'm that's just great. sorry i've kind of i've kind of gone on a lot about it because it's every day something is something else is happening um yeah. Also, uh this weekend, um, if you're in the Chicagoland area, uh head on out to Summit Illinois. I'll be at the Resistance Pro Show uh talking about that as well. That's talking very about cool. Pod Swa- Podslam. Well
1: so, yeah, yeah, that sounds pretty great. Uh you can find Rich on Instagram, Twitter.
0: Instagram and Twitter, my personal accounts at @richcammy, Rich at Rich Cami 4 on Instagram. And you can also follow PodSlam at PodSlam fifteen. And on uh, Facebook, uh, PodSlam Podcast Marathon, um, as well as the donation page as well. Very cool, very cool. You can find me on Twitter at
1: mbravo, mbravo. Uh, Yeah, that I think about does it for us. So, for myself, Robert, for Rich, uh, thank you all so much for tuning in to this wonderful episode. Thank you for picking us up.
0: This has been a Podswoggle Network production. Visit Podswoggle.com for more of that sweet, sweet entertainment.